greet you with the words of the song, Bless the Lord, O my soul and all that is within me, bless his holy name. He has done great things. I am sure that you can agree with me that God has done great things. What a great God he is. Oh, when he sent his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to come to earth, to live among us, to be crucified by sinful hands, to die on a cross so you and I can make it to heaven. Lord, we thank you so much for all that you have done for us, making it possible that we can be saved. God, for drawing us unto thyself and for giving us salvation and then commissioning us that we should go and rescue the perishing. There are others that need you, Lord. And you have given us that responsibility to tell them about you. And I pray that as we do that through this, Lord, you will use your word, that you will be honored, that you will be glorified, that souls will be saved and believers edified. We love you and praise you. Bless in these devotions. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Fanny Crosby. Somewhere between 1820 and 1915, these words were out there from then. She wrote the song based on Jude 23, and others saved with fear, pulling them out of the fire. She wrote the song, Rescue the Perishing. The fourth stanza says, Rescue the perishing, duty demands it. Strength for thy labor, the Lord will provide. Back to the narrow way, patiently wend him. Tell the poor wanderer a savior has died. Rescue the perishing, care for the dying. Jesus is merciful. Jesus will save. And I can say amen to that. Jesus is merciful. I know it because I've experienced it myself. Jesus will save. He saved me and he can save you. So John preached the message found in Matthew 3. And we are looking at the first six verses. We're down to about verse 4 and our devotions. But let me read from verse 1. In those days came John the Baptist, preaching in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. And the same John had his remnant of camel hair and a leaden girdle about his loins, and his meat was locusts and wild honey, and went out to him Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region round about Jordan, and were baptized of him in Jordan, confessing their sins. Wow, what an evangelistic meeting John had. When John went out there in the wilderness, people came in the wilderness to hear John. 
He went out there in the wilderness and he proclaimed the word. But my question today would be, what was the manner of John? In verse 4, the Bible says of chapter 3 in Matthew, And the same John had his raiment of camel hair and leaden girdle about his loins, and his meat were locusts and wild honey. In what manner did John prepare to deliver his message? These days, when we deliver a message, we dress as properly as possible. And nothing is wrong with that. John, no doubt, dressed as properly as possible back then too. But John's appearance was different. He looked nothing like the leaders of today. He looked nothing like the scribes or the priests of that day. They were no doubt accustomed to those who were well-dressed. As the people would come out, they would be accustomed to the priests well-dressed, the, the scribes well-dressed, but John did not dress like them. Neither did John talk like them. They were well-dressed, well-fed, and well-looking. Well, John was different. In a day like today, they will call John a caveman. John's clothing was that of a different style. Not the style of the day. And even that we got to be careful with today because the style changes so often. No doubt, the same clothes he wore for a very long time. So we could say, Oh, since he was in the desert, that means his clothes could be a little bit soily. He wouldn't change his clothes twice a day like we do today. No doubt his clothes were old. Clothes of camels, hair, or skin. His food was locusts and wild honey. Could you imagine? I could only imagine as they look upon him what their thoughts were. No doubt he was considered a caveman or a bushman, seeing he was coming from the wilderness. Not only coming from the wilderness, he was preaching from the wilderness. In Matthew chapter 3, verse 1, In those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea. These are the days when God calls a man or men to preach. Many would say, God called me to preach. And then for some reason, some would even say, but no one would give me an opportunity to preach. In other words, such a person would say, they're not allowing me to preach in the church. I'm sure you have heard that before. This happens and it really and truly, it should not be. Because when God calls a man to preach, he does not say, well, you got to preach in your church. God called you to preach. He said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Everybody won't come in the church where you are a part of. But John did not wait for nobody to give him an opportunity to preach. 
he didn't wait for them to allow him to come into their temple and preach. Matter of fact, they may not have allowed him to come into their temple and preach seeing the way he was dressed. But John was a man in the wilderness and John preached in the wilderness and his message got to Jerusalem, Judea and the surrounding nations. Many of them came to hear John. John's way of life would not be one that they would change theirs for very easy. If this was the way preaching was still done and the way you dress, I am not sure how many people would gravitate to this. John was not asking them to change their way of dressing or to change what they ate. He dressed in a particular way and he ate a particular food, but that was not John's message. What was John's message? He was proclaiming to them the message of repentance. That is a change of the heart towards God and God's way. Yes, we can preach in the wilderness. We can preach on the streets. We can preach in the church. But when God calls us to preach, we must know what he calls us to do and we must do it every opportunity we get because watch, this is the way to rescue the perishing. Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe it to the Jew first and also to the Greek. If God called you, when was the last time you preached? You don't have to preach to hundreds. You preach wherever God gave you opportunity. So preach the gospel. Oh, you don't have to be like everybody else. Just be yourself and do what God have you to do. Preach repentance. People would get saved. Lord, we love you. We thank you for the message then and the message now. And as we continue to proclaim the message, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you will be the message. We know when we lift you up, dear God, you will draw men unto yourself. So we love you, praise you, be glorified. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Be back with me next morning, and I'll share with you a little bit about John's ministry. God bless you. Have a great day. Don't forget, share before you close. Bye-bye.